This is the Matters of Influence podcast, creating awareness and alignment today to become your best self tomorrow. With your hosts, Debbie Frapp and Terry Foster Nowland. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Matters of Influence podcast. This is Terry Foster Nowland, and we have my partner in crime. <laughs> yes, partner in crime. Debbie, <laughs> Debbie Frapp is here. Yes. Welcome, everybody. Glad to be back. Yeah. You know, there's a lot that's gone on in the past few weeks as we've recorded podcasts, haven't there? Hadn't there? Oh, my gosh. You know, I, I, I do have to tell you that uh, uh, we had a, the month of April of 2020. Um, that felt like an entire year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the longest month ever. I'm just you saying. Know, <laughs> you know what? And I have to honor the people listening where that their lives drastically changed. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Mainly because, you know, so many of you are used to leaving your home and going to work and being socially around people and working with people physically. Yeah. And when your environment changes like that overnight and then you don't know the answers to your day-to-day Mm -hmm. uh, happenings and you're searching and then all of a sudden you get to start phasing back in and you really don't know the answers even around that at times. Um, this is where today's topic really comes in. Debbie and I have been affected, of course, but not as affected as a lot of people because mm -hmm. we have, you know, businesses inside of our home. Yep. And uh, this environment that we've had to create, in fact, we did a podcast on that, didn't we, Debbie? Yeah, we did. Um, yep. About creating your own environment so that you are at work physically um, mm -hmm. matters. And now that you've gotten used to that new environment, many of you are going back. Yeah. So uh, yeah. right now we have to really rely on um, leading ourselves or yep. being self-led. Yep. And today's topic, Vision Matters, yeah. um, kind of ties into that. We, we've had some ahas this past weekend um, with some some different speakers that we've been able to hear and some studying that we've been doing and we started talking about it and we went wow um yeah some of that stuff are things that we things that we haven't really you know broached before in fact we didn't realize we had not done vision matters i know <laughs> so, it's crazy it's crazy because we talk about vision all the time and yeah you said what you said about leading i think what, what we have to remember is we can't lead without a vision whether that's ourselves or whether it's other people we just can't do it so it really is an important topic and i'm excited that we're that we're going to cover it today yeah so you know i think we we want to cover um vision mm -hmm. and and uh, let's just say we want to make it less complicated but we also want to talk about um recasting yeah. That vision. And Debbie, like I said to you earlier, one of the statements that I got from Michael Hyatt um, this past weekend was about resilience. Yeah. And I thought, my goodness, that ties right into the um, possibility that we're moving our goals yeah. um, or realigning our goals. Mm -hmm. And when he gave the definition of resilience, which he said, it's just continually reconnecting to your destination. Yeah, that's Ooh, right. I, our yeah. destination can move and it's okay. That That's exactly right. Just like the goals, right? Sometimes goals, like we, nobody had a, nobody even had a hint of 
mm -mm, what we're dealing with right now was coming. Like it, it was, it was just here before we, before we knew it. And it has impacted a lot of areas, including our goals, including destination. So mm -hmm. I love that. I love that being, staying connected to the destination. That's resilience. It's you, you um, yeah, I, I think that's perfect. So let's talk about that for a minute because, um, you know, many, like we said, many organizations are in different places right now. And that's fact, right. I hate to use the word we're hearing so much called new normal. And at the end yeah. of the day, people have come to learn things that they probably knew and yeah. were admitting that remote works and they can get things done at home without interruptions. In fact, I've had people say I'm getting more done in four hours a day than I did in eight and we're, we're going to see changes in organizations that way. And that's okay. It, it is okay. Yeah. It's okay as long as we see it and we go, okay, it's time to recast. That's right. Right. So that's kind of that balancing reality right now with mm -hmm. um, our vision. And I think one of the first steps that you can take is going, what is our, our reality? Yeah. And how do we project that reality affecting us for at least the rest of this year? First. That's exactly right. And then re revisiting what you said your vision was, or maybe you, maybe it's even just your goal statement for the year. For the year. Mm -hmm. And doing a recasting of that vision as a leader. Absolutely. I mean, right? And it all starts with self-leadership. Well, and, you know, the, the vision is something in the future, right? And yeah. I think that's, you know, it may be challenging right now to, to kind of think about well, gosh, you know, we've got this, again, I'll use your word, um, new normal, or that's not necessarily your word, but, you know, this, this idea, right, of we've got a different way of experiencing our lives. We have a different way of experiencing our businesses, uh -huh. some of which we can grow from, some of which we're learning from, some of which we're just like, I don't like this. Um, and, you know, um, Jim Collins in his book, Good to Great, uh, talked about that story of the Stockdale uh, paradox and mm -hmm. it was it was named after James Stockdale who you guys have heard the story I'm sure the naval officer that was a prisoner of war during Vietnam yeah. and he endured unthinkable torture horrors that I mean you just cringe to to think about that and yet he survived he, he put up with that for eight years I want you to think about some people would break in 30 days. And this was a man that endured these horrors for eight years. The way that he did it though, was that he balanced reality with vision. Mm -hmm. it, it was like, he had this, he, he said, um, it was this vision that um, I was going to be okay. Right. Yeah. Um, it was, he knew he had the retained the absolute faith that I can and will survive. And yet at the same time, he confronted the most brutal fact, brutal facts of his current reality. So it was this balance between I have the faith that I'm going to, and that I will, and that I can survive. And here's my reality. I'm being tortured on a regular basis, but it was the balancing of those two, right? Yeah. Not, I'm sure that he had days of where one seemed more weighted than the other, right? Mm -hmm. And yet he made sure that both existed. And that's what we've got to do. We've got to, we know that the current situation is not what anybody, you know, what we saw. 
And yet we need to just re relook at our vision to say, okay, we don't necessarily know how today's experience of COVID and the pandemic will impact us. We, don't, we haven't even seen the bottom yet of economic impact, right? Because people are still, uh, we've got some states that are still locked up, right? Yeah. Uh, people yeah. not, not getting out and businesses closed. So for us to pretend that we know how it's going to turn out would be silly. Just exactly. like just like he didn't know how it was going to turn out. And we have to have the faith, though, that mm-hmm. we're going to get through this. And that's that balancing reality with our vision. Absolutely. Faith comes first. And then, it you know, and then strategy is second. Vision is yeah. that um, destination, right? It's where that's do right. I want to be three to five years from now. I mean, how many times have you guys in, in any coaching relationship had a coach say, if you and I were sitting here together, five years from now, <laughs> what would have had to have happened for you? In order say, for you, right? it was amazing. Yeah, that it was amazing. Um, but that's so true. And, and we tend to write that off and not look mm-hmm. at that as our destination. I remember the first time I clearly could visualize what five years look like for me. And then I had mm-hmm. to visualize what 10 years look like for me. And now I'm yeah. almost into that. What's the 15 years look like for me? Yeah. Uh, in that time frame. However, that could not have come about. In fact, it almost sneaks up on you. Yeah. If you've got the right strategy. So you've mm-hmm. got to have the strategy because that's the implementation and the method for achieving your vision. So balancing mm-hmm. where you are to three to five years out from now. And thank you, Debbie, for that story, because that's so true. And then the faith to hold that all together. That's right. Um, You know, Michael Hyatt, this is a quote I wanted to read. He said, we can't be married to our strategy. It may change, Mm -hmm. but we've got to stay connected to our vision. So true. So true. true. Doesn't mean you don't restructure your vision a little bit. I did five years, five years. And now I'm thinking, okay, it's time again. So I think those are the important things about balancing reality. And again, like on our last podcast, we had to talk about what reality was and the internal version of what that looks That's like. That's exactly right. Yeah. And you also have to um, cast vision in times like this. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm done with the word uncertain. <laughs> Debbie, you know that. <laughs> I'm done with the word uncertain. I'm kind of done with the word crisis. And I'm not ignoring those two words. I just yeah. choose to have a different perspective on that. Um, um well, I think it's it's kind of Terry. It's it's sometimes when we use those words, and you know, again, the word crisis. Um, when we look at that, and it's either in the Chinese language or the Japanese language, um, it has a dual um, definition, and it means opportunity. Mm. And so, I, I think for for some of us, we have to be careful that we're not getting too locked into crisis, emergency. Um, what what if we if we can reframe it to just say okay, uh, yeah, this is something that happened that we didn't see coming. And it is something that has impacted a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yet what's the opportunity that we have um, that can be exposed? Um, you and I did a mastermind a couple of weeks ago um, with a group of business owners. And one of the things that they said is that how this event has really opened up where they had gaps in their company and in their systems mm-hmm. and that they were grateful for that because without this, they would not be able to see where those gaps are until maybe they had suffered, you know, a lot of losses for that. So absolutely, that's an opportunity, right? That got, it was a gift that 
that through all of this, there was an opportunity that was given so that now they can tighten those things up and they don't have to suffer the losses. That would be an example of, of being able to reframe and look for the opportunities that had been um, exposed. During you know what? Time. And you saying that out loud, thinking about that group of business owners who most of them are in a pretty safe place because of the leader in their world casting what might have looked like as a negative vision mm -hmm. about a year ago, not knowing this pandemic was going to happen. However, that leader cast a vision. And then when it got closer, this leadership group was able to buy into it and go, okay, let's make changes now. And this That's was right. 60 days ago, 90 yeah. days ago. Yeah. And they prepared very quickly on what could have been a very blurry vision over yeah. the next month. In fact, it's still blurry, right? The yeah. near vision is blurry. The far vision should be clear. That's right. That's, that's short and sweet. That's exactly right. That's a really, um, what is it? That, that we need to be farsighted instead of nearsighted? Uh -huh. Something like that. That's yeah. it. That yeah. is it. I have all, I got my glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I think that was important to hear. So mm -hmm. um, I, I wanted to bring that up because I love that short-term vision. And I'm glad you brought up that mastermind of business yeah. owners. Mm -hmm. because that is example, a great example of it. Mm -hmm. So um, how do you think you keep yourself from being distracted or bogged down by times like these? Um, you know, I guess, I guess the question is what makes, um, what does this crisis make possible? Yeah. What does this crisis make possible? Absolutely. I think you've got to look, um, you know, one of the ways is, is in, in part of this is part of having a positive mindset is that we, we constantly have to begin to reframe it. Okay. Um, because our reality is simply the meaning that we give it. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and so we have the capacity because we control the meaning and the thinking we, we control that. So part of it, Terry is focusing on what we can control instead of what we cannot control. Exactly. You know, and I did a, I was doing a session this past week around that exact topic, Debbie, and we not only talked about what we can control and what we can't control. We talked about the in between of that, which is what you have, what you influence. Yeah, there you go. So the, the things that are in your control mm -hmm. cause you, to create what you can influence. That's exactly or possibly right. what you're not influencing. Yeah. <clears throat> so it gives Absolutely. you the ability to look at it that way. Absolutely. Yeah. So and I, I think that's a key. I really do. I think that's that's one of the ways that we don't get distracted or bogged down by what's kind of going on. We we lift ourselves a little higher, almost into that place where we can observe and see what's going on instead of being in the emotion yeah. of the experience, right? When uh -huh. we can, when we can lift ourselves up and say, "What am I seeing here?" That's how that's how those business owners were able to see the gaps because they weren't in it. They were they were looking at things from a, a perspective of seeing it outside of themselves and saying, "Wow, we've got some holes here, and if we fill these holes, if we fill these gaps, we're going to be better off as we as we go through this." Yeah, they looked at it as an opportunity. They so, did. So, yeah. what does this make possible? Yeah. Opportunity. Okay. What specific opportunity? And even today when we met with them again, what were they doing? They were redesigning their office of the future. Absolutely. I mean, they were showing Absolutely. pictures and sharing photos. And Absolutely. 
Yeah. They were excited about it. Very forward. Yeah. Very forward thinking. Okay. Uh, it's that it's looking towards where are we going, not focusing on where am I now necessarily. And not especially not focusing on the past, right? That's um, right. The past is done. And what can we learn from the past? And what, how can we cast that vision for the future? Focusing on the past is not innovative. No, it is not. No. And that's what we saw today was mm -hmm. innovation. And yeah, we did. I, I love your saying gap because coaches help you see the gap, but they also help you shine your own light. That's exactly on right. That gap. Yeah. Because yeah. only when you shine your flashlight can you see. That's right. I that's can exactly shine a flashlight right. for you, but I might be poking it in your eye. <laughs> like my grandson does to me or blinding me right here you go yeah don't blind me by shining your light at me so you know that's go. a great analogy we're gonna oh, have to yeah, write okay. that down okay. and read that um so. you know you know create casting this vision um there is I, i'm going to quote andy stanley because i have to i think it's just hilarious that what he says about vision it's two words vision leaks and at first you think about that and you go vision leaks yeah. Okay, what's that mean? Vision, the right vision cast out far enough in the future. Mm. Even if you have to make adjustments to it, mm -hmm. always finds a way through. So that's mm. what vision leaks mean. And there's a oh. format called, instead of saying set your vision or cast your vision, you have to not only do that, you have to script it. Mm. So when you vision script, it becomes the filter that you and your team can view everything through. I so, love that. Right? Love that. Vision, script, yeah. vision scripting is like the written strategy. It becomes yeah. your language. It becomes what you talk about every morning in your morning team huddle. Um, it might be a sentence, mm -hmm. but it is a verbal and written communication around how we're going to get there and, you know, what are we doing to get there. I love that idea of, of scripting and, and even more than that, uh, it's the filter because the way that we even process information, we, we process it through our own filters, right? Yeah. Um, through our own experiences, our own opinions, our own attitudes. And yet, so if we can take that same idea of the filters and that the vision becomes the filter through which we see our business goals, our business world, it will help us identify which strategies we do take on because you're going to filter it through that lens. In other words, yeah. we're going to, we're going to do this because that's, that's with this filter, it gets us to where our destination. I love yeah. that. That's so it, powerful. It totally, it totally ties in designing your personal life because if your vision yep. is leaking, it's going to leak into all areas of your life. So if your vision is in alignment mm -hmm. with the team's vision and the team is in alignment with you, then it's going to leak in and provide a pathway to success and everybody's life plan. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's yeah. We're, we're, it is. And, you know, Terry, you and I do a lot uh, when we do coaching, we, we use the wheel of life, right? Because yeah. we yeah. know that the wheel of life um, is, is something that if one area is flat, then it's going to impact other areas. By the way, if anybody wants that resource, you can go to our mattersofinfluence.com and, it, right. and it's under resources. It's a great tool to be able to use to just say, man, where, where am I maybe having an impact of one area in my life? And it's, it's kind of leaking over into, um, into other areas. So, so, so we get caught up in this idea of what is my vision, right? Mm -hmm. And for some people, it's one word, 
for some people, I, you know, I shared on the last pod, podcast, I could wrap, probably wrap mine up and like, and then script around that. Yeah. Because the script is what really gives everyone a clear, inspiring um, pathway um, that motivates them as well. So it kind of creates the visual picture of what you want everyone to see about That's, reality, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know that it, I like the, the idea of the scripting and what it creates. Some of my favorite authors, what they're able to do is when they write, they're creating a, such a compelling picture that I can see it. Right. And that's kind of what this vision scripting is doing. It's, it's being able to tell the story in such a way that you can actually, you can see it. It's kind of like when you tell people, okay, you've got a blank canvas. There, yeah. What are you going to paint? is in your hand, right? Yeah. There you go. That's the Same. visual. There's actually okay. about four areas. If you all want to practice your vision script, there's about, there's four sections you need to consider. Um, number one is the future of your team. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm arranging my vision around a script, it's got to include the people that I work alongside with. So Debbie and I have a vision. Yeah. We, we both understand where each of us want to go, but together, what does it need to look like? So we both understand where we want the future of matters of influence to go. Yeah. Now that we have the website and we're on all of you know, we built social media out, like you said, um, and yeah. we'll give you those links at the end to invite you to join that and be a part of what we're doing. Or if we're in front of you training or coaching, whatever that looks like, we know what the mm -hmm. future of us needs to look like. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. And then the product, what yeah. you create that solves problems for your customers in your life or your clients, whatever you want to call them. Mm -hmm. What is it that you're going to create mm -hmm. that's going to serve the purpose of the vision? That's right. And then number three, marketing and sales. Now, how are we going to promote it? Debbie and I are in that right now. That's right. <laughs> yes, we are. We might have been good at the first two, but boy, <laughs> we found a gap when it came to the third one. There's a light <laughs> shined, and we are adult enough uh, to admit we don't want to do it. And we uh, There you go. Or do you want to put our time into it? There you um, go. That's the talent feature. And then, of course, now we're into the measurable objective impact. Yeah. yeah. How are we measuring it? What results are going to show up? And for mm -hmm. us, it's, you know, how many lives are we going to change? How right. are we going to help people see what we've learned um, yeah. to do yeah. or not to do what we've done? Um, Debbie, you know, with you know, you're leading Fierce Conversations and the new Fierce Virtual Group program that you're getting yep. ready to do. You're going to now be able to reach thousands right. and help them with communication. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And it's so, you know, Terry, one thing that I think it, it, it's worth mentioning here is that we could not have come up with the future of what we wanted Matters of Influence to look like or, you know, what is, what is this without understanding our values. Mm -hmm. And and where our values were in alignment with where we wanted to go, and so I just I just wanted to mention that here because that's an important concept of even when you begin to cast a vision, recast a vision. You, one of the things that's important is understanding your values, and then you hire to those values, right? You get in business with people that share. You don't have to share all the values, you, but there's a common foundation of values. And that's kind of what really, 
I think that's the secret sauce to a vision and to the success of any organization. Oh, yeah. Is, is when you combine the talents of different people with the same values and what you want to create, man. And you know what? If any of you all listening have never done a values exercise where you really line out the words that describe what you value, and I do mean words, and it's not an overnight thing, Mm -hmm. you will immediately start recognizing once you identify your top Mm -hmm. where conflict is. And it could be that you've hired somebody that is and you thought was in alignment with you, and yet they're Mm -hmm. violating a value. Mm -hmm. And that goes back into the conversation that you must have. Right. right? Um, And so there's even some on-demand coaching for that. So if if you all find yourself caught up in that, um, let us know and we'll get that to the right place. However, um, values exercise, if you're interested in that, let us know. We'd be happy to, you know, help you out with that because it, it helps us understand number one, not only our business relationship, but our friendship. Yeah, absolutely. And, absolutely. And you can, yep. you can call that back into meaning anytime. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all right. So Debbie, I think um, the only thing left is the funnest part. And that's talking about what happens after failure. <laughs> <laughs> failure is not a bad thing, right? We hear them all the time. But yeah. Either of us would be sitting here and there's no, not enough time for us to share our personal stories. Oh, oh goodness. And we're yeah. happy to, if you'd like to ask us. However, we're not going to do that. Just trust us and trust every great leader that's gone before us. Um, even biblical. Lots of failure. That's Very exactly true. right. There's lots, lots of, of lots of failure along the way. And, you know, I, it, it's, it's, I think the failure is actually where the gifts of the learnings have actually happened. And I, I say that a lot. It's like, gosh, it wasn't a failure if you learn something. That's right. Um, and hopefully you learn it because my experience have been if you don't, you get to repeat it until you do learn it. So take a hint and <laughs> learn yeah. it the first time. And you, that way you don't have to repeat it. But the, the only time that you can actually fail is when you don't get back up, right? That's so if you, look, if you look at a failure as getting knocked, um, getting knocked down face first, um, and you got, you know, you got dirt all over, you got a bloody nose and, and maybe some scars and all kinds of other things. The only way that you actually fail is if you don't get back up, if you just lay there. You know, one of the mentors in my life, and I share this story a lot, we, we have a, a, a model that we use called E2P and it's entrepreneur, yep. entrepreneurial purposeful. And in the middle is the ceiling. And man, I used to get so defeated when I'd come mm-hmm. to a, I just come to a stalemate. I come to a a place where it's okay. Okay. Why am I not moving? And Sherry Lewis, who is one of my leaders in my life would say, if you're not hitting your head on the ceiling, you're not growing. That's right. It's what you do on the other side of that ceiling. It's what you choose to do when the moment you know you're there. And that has resonated with me my whole life. And I probably haven't realized it as much until the last few years at how important that statement was to me. And Mm -hmm. I think my first real coach, said, Terry, you have permission to dream. Yeah. And she didn't say dream again, because I'd never really dream. Mm. And dreaming is really having the capacity to see what's on the other side and what's possible. Yeah. And you you have to have people that help you with that. Or maybe that's just me. I don't know. No, I I definitely (laughs) had to have people help me with that as well. So I just, yeah. So this idea of, you know, 
you can totally rebuild. Um, it, take the lessons learned um, from the failure and rebuild your vision based on, on, the, on the lesson. Mm -hmm. um, maybe it was just a strategy that caused you to fail. Maybe the vision still is the same and the strategies just weren't in alignment. Maybe it was a who. Maybe you didn't have the right who in your world to kind of get you there, right? Those are some of the lessons. And yet you can absolutely rebuild, rebuild your vision after, after a failure. Um, blame the leader first, then blame the who second. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. There then, you go. That's true. Then, uh, because you, just because you are a leader doesn't mean you have all the answers. No, no, no. no. Look to no. yourself. This goes back to what we talked about on the last podcast, Debbie, about essence, right? Yeah. Where yeah. We, we talked about the end of that podcast was about reflection time. Yeah. And I think that needs to be built into every podcast as an action item, because after what we've talked about today, I think things you can take away and reflect on um, might be if you're concerned about your vision, maybe you think everyone knows it. Why don't yeah. you go to your team and say, if I had to have you articulate the vision today, what would it sound like? Yeah, there you go. Ask. Don't be afraid to ask. Great mm -hmm. leaders are not afraid to ask and then be able to accept that they're not sure. Okay, it's mm -hmm. time to recast again. Yeah. possibly realign right yeah, possibly and and um I, I i'm not sure where this came from it was probably just on the in the notes that we were that we were going over but it's kind of like the best leaders are the ones that ask the questions that don't that's know the answers right Ooh, yeah. yeah yeah that's right ask some questions yeah okay and if it's been a while since you've dreamed ask somebody to help you dream there you go whoever you trust, whoever you can be silly with and, and dream big. Right. Yeah. I love okay. it. I love it. All right. Okay. Well, Debbie, I think that wraps us up for today. Unless you have anything else. No, I, 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 I'm excited as we continue to recast our vision about matters of influence. And we so, so appreciate you guys listening to the matters of influence podcast. Um, we hope that you're subscribing to it and please, please, please share with, Share with anybody that you think, even if it's just one episode, if you think that they can get value out of this, that's our goal is to just share it. Um, share it with as many people as possible. And um, you can join our Matters of Influence Facebook page if you haven't done that. And of course, now we are also Matters of Influence on Instagram and Matters of In uh -huh. on Twitter. There yeah. you go. Um, and then, of course, our website is uh, mattersofinfluence.com. And there's a couple of resources on there, like we mentioned, the Wheel of Life. So go on there, check that out. Um, we're, here to, we're here to help you not only recast your vision, and um, we're fulfilling ours all at the same time. That's right. And we would sure appreciate it if you would please rate us, um, give it a review. Yeah. Um, go the, on our website, you know, talk to us, comment like us, whatever you need to do, please share it. We would so appreciate it because we know that not only helps us, it helps others. And that's part of the big vision. So we would <laughs> love that. So it helps give us all exposure. So until next time, guys, keep it real and be the best you that you can be. Bye everybody. Thank you.